2: The El Conservador radio show is sponsored by Border Hawk News on 9:30 a.m., The Answer. Time for the El Conservador radio show with George Rodriguez. George is a constitutional conservative who loves to expose fake news and liberals. Be a part of the show. Call 210-308-8867. And now, El Conservador. George Rodriguez
3: Howdy, howdy, howdy once again, my friends George Rodriguez, El Conservador Talking to you on KLUP 930 AM Radio In San Antonio Welcome to our show, my friends On this beautiful uh, July 24th, 2021 We've got a packed lineup, my friends Absolutely packed Uh, great guests and great information. Very, very important stuff that you'll want to hear. Uh, First of all, let me tell you who our uh, guests are. Uh, We've got Mr. Brandon Judd, who is the National President of the Border Patrol Council. And uh, Brandon has uh, some great insight uh, into the uh, problem, into the challenges that the Border Patrol agents have in uh, carrying out Uh, their duties of protecting our border. I mean, uh, literally, from my perspective, from my opinion, uh, the Border Patrol agents have been turned into little more than Walmart greeters. Uh, They come in, uh, they greet the illegal aliens, and they don't do much more than that, Uh, supposedly process them, whatever that means. So uh, you'll want to hear from him. Uh, We also have a very, very important uh, new guest, a very important guy, as far as I am concerned, uh, on informing the public regarding the the border crisis. Mr. Oscar El Blue uh, is a uh, freelance reporter who is based in uh, Tijuana, uh, Mexico. And uh, he has some very, very disturbing information, my friends. I mean, that's the only adjective uh, that I can uh, think of. Uh, or adverb, should I say, that I can think of in describing this problem um, is uh, the, the problem that we've got, my friends, are, are, is going to get worse at our border because it's getting worse at the, Mex- at the southern Mexican border. The uh, people arriving through uh, Panama, through Nicaragua, through Central America, and moving towards the Mexican border so that they can cross through Mexico and into the United States uh it is really really getting out of control and you know who's really helping it all along the united nations oscar will talk to you about it my friends i encourage you to, to listen to call your friends and tell them to listen in we also have our good friend dave ray from FAIR, from the Federation for Immigration Reform. Uh, Dave is going to be talking to us about uh, the issues that um, the uh, Biden administration is uh, doing and the moves that they are doing in Washington. They're making the problem worse. Finally, we've got uh, my good friend Jose Salazar, the uh, Webb County GOP chairman uh, in Laredo, Texas. And he's going to be talking about how the Democrats... That dominate uh, Laredo politics have suddenly changed their tune. They were claiming that there was no border crisis. Now, all of a sudden, they have filed a lawsuit against the the Biden administration over the COVID-infected illegal aliens. So, my friends, stick around. Uh, Thank you for joining us. We'll be right back with our first guest. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Once again, my friends, George Rodriguez, El Conservador on KLUP 930 AM radio. And we've got our good friend, Mr. Brandon Judd, president of the National Border Patrol Council. And uh, I wanted to reach out to him to find out who, how uh, things are going. What is the uh, uh, the temperament? What is, uh, how are the Border Patrol agents hanging on? Because uh, we're... We're seeing just a, an enormous amount of work that they are doing, Brandon. Thank you very, very much for joining us today. Uh, what uh, what is going on? How how is the uh, how are the uh, agents holding up in this uh, in this invasion that we've got going on?
1: Well, things aren't going well. Uh, you know, it's it's very disappointing that we had the vice president come out uh, to El Paso, and you would have thought that after. Uh, she came out to El Paso that she would have implemented some new policy programs or operations that would have helped us get this uh, crisis under control, but she did absolutely nothing. So we're continuing to see uh, month by month the numbers go up. Uh, we saw the numbers go up from uh, in June over May. Um, we're going to see numbers go up again in July. Uh, so if we don't do something, we're going to continue to see this happening. And what's most disappointing right now is now you've got this spread of the Delta variant Uh, throughout the United States and we're seeing that the vast majority of the people that are crossing the border illegally right now, um, also are carrying with them the the COVID virus. And so it's becoming dangerous, not just for our agents, but it's becoming dangerous for the American public because we're releasing these individuals into the United States. And, you know, that, that makes us very concerned, but it also makes us very mad because we're here to protect the American public. Um, and we would expect. Uh, the Administration to give us support and help and and we're just not getting anything from them at this point
3: it it would be very, very difficult you know to work in in an atmosphere where you just don't seem to be getting the respect that you need. We are seeing uh like you said uh, yeah, the uh, Laredo county or the Laredo city uh uh city council has filed a lawsuit because of the variant because of the uh covid the number of of infected folks that are now uh coming into the uh into into their community uh is this happening all over the border
1: yeah the the covid variant is being spread throughout the uh across the entire border you know it's it's known that in mexico uh that the that the covid um is is running rampant and through mexico so you you should, you should obviously expect this to be coming up when when people cross the border illegally but again this isn't just indicative of what's happening with uh border security this is law enforcement in general across the border here in the united states we've got crime that is skyrocketing throughout the united states um, and it's because this administration gives a lot of lip service to caring about people, but when they have the opportunity to put programs or policies in place that will actually protect the United, States, uh, United States citizens, they're doing nothing, they're on the sidelines. And so through actions, they're actually uh, making a lot of the situations, not just the COVID variant, not just border security, um, but public safety as a whole, this administration is sitting on the sidelines and doing nothing to protect the American citizens.
3: Let me ask you another one, because we re- recently um, heard about um, some uh, threats from the cartels or from criminals on the other side of the river, uh, saying that uh, while a wall might, sh- might uh, stop uh, a person, it wasn't going to stop a bullet. Um, how, how credible or how uh, threatening... Uh, are the cartels and the criminals getting with with, with the agents?
1: So their rhetoric is going to ramp up, but in reality, they don't need to be violent at this point because they know that they're going to be able to get their products across. The only time that the criminals actually become violent is when we cut into their profits. When we when we're able to actually go after the organization, and right now we just can't do that. They're able to get their products across. Uh, you know, um, fentanyl seizures in the month of June. Um, they were more than they were in the last three months of June combined. Um, so we're seeing that they're able to get their products across. Uh, we know that the CDC just came out and said that we've had more um, overdose deaths in the United States um, than we've ever had before. So their products are coming across. They're able to get their products across, and it's simply because this administration is not implementing um, the programs or policies that are necessary. So their rhetoric is going to ramp up. But there's no reason for them to be violent at this point because their products are getting across. And
3: and, and just like we are seeing with uh, police officers, um, that uh, recruitment is uh, is becoming difficult. Uh, are you seeing the same thing with the border patrol?
1: Now, the, the recruitment is still going fine because there's there's a lot of people out there that want uh, to protect this country between the ports of entry. And so there's a lot of people that want to do it. So we're still able to recruit. It's just whether or not we're able to hold on to those agents after we get them into the field, that's a completely different story.
3: Really? So we uh, are, 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 do you have a lot of folks retiring we, or, or resigning?
1: Yeah, the the U.S. Border Patrol continues to be one of the highest um, um, agencies. With uh, I'm sorry, the U.S. Border Patrol continues to uh, be one of the highest agencies with the attrition rates right now in the uh, in the entire federal government. So yeah, it's it's very difficult to hold these agents, especially when you when you're not able to actually do the job that you thought you were going to be able to do. When you're not able to protect the public, um, people just get tired and say, "Well, why am I doing this then?"
3: Yeah. Uh, are they working long, long hours?
1: Yeah, we, we we we've always worked long hours. That's that's not that's not a change, and it's not going to change. Um, but but again, our agents, are troopers, they, they 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 want to protect the American public. The hours isn't an issue to us. What is an issue is that we just can't do the job that we need to do.
3: Gotcha. And and, and when uh, you know, for 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 specifics' sake. Give us an example of what you're not able to do right now.
1: Well, so the vast majority of our agents right now, they start in processing. Um, you know, when you take 40% of the workforce right from the get go and they're put in processing, that means we don't have 40% of our agents on, on the border. Then as the shift goes along, more and more agents get pulled into. Uh, processing because we're being inundated with people that cross the borders illegally and, and giving themselves up, and so it takes our manpower out of the field. And like I said before, this is how the, the cartels are able to get their products across. They know that all they have to do is flood us with people that are going to give themselves up. These people are going to ultimately be released, um, and then they create these artificial gaps, pulling our agents into the processing centers, and they run their higher-value products right behind us. Wow.
3: Wow. Uh, do you see any any light at the end of the tunnel? Because from from our perspective, you know, uh, a, as citizens, uh, we're you know we're 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 in a panic and 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 just angry as all, all get out. But do you guys see any kind of of uh, cavalry coming to assist you? Uh,
1: I wish I could say that there was, but no. I, I mean, again, you would have expected. That right after Vice President Harris visited the border, you would have expected that uh, policies or programs would have been put in place. That's exactly what happened under the Trump administration. Um, Trump deployed Vice President Pence to the border. He came down. He saw what was going on. Immediately they started working on um, programs. We got the micro-protection protocols or remain in Mexico. um, and, And it immediately dropped illegal immigration. You're just not seeing that from this administration. Wow.
3: Gosh, you know, it, it's it's really frustrating. It is extremely frustrating. Um, anything else that you'd like to share with us, buddy? Before we let you go?
1: No, I, th- I think we covered it.
3: Well, my friend, I hope that uh, that uh, maybe the states, maybe at the state level, we can we can help out in some form or fashion. Yeah,
1: I, yeah, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's cross our fingers. Let's cross so. our fingers.
3: Tell everybody. Tell tell the agents to uh, that that our prayers and our thoughts are with them.
1: Will do. Thank you much.
3: Thank you. Once again, my friends, George Rodriguez, El Conservador, on KLUP 930 AM Radio, The Answer. Hi, folks. This is George Rodriguez, El Conservador, looking for information on immigration, borders, refugee resettlement, asylum claims, nationalism, and globalism. Go to BorderHawk.news. BorderHawk.news has up to date information on these topics and their impact locally, nationally, and internationally. BorderHawk.news has the news that's not covered by the other media or websites. Stay informed on one of the most important issues in this country immigration. Go to BorderHawk.news. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Once again, my friends, George Rodriguez, El Conservador talking to you on KLUP 930 AM radio, and we've got a very special guest today, uh, Mr. Oscar Blue. Oscar is a blogger, reporter, independent reporter uh, on the border, and uh, he uh, is the first one to break the story yesterday, or Monday, should I say, uh, the, the story on Monday regarding the uh, aliens that wanted to uh, rush the border in El Paso. Uh, or, or uh, i mean in in Del Rio and uh they uh he is very very much on top of uh of, of what is happening at the border so i wanted to get him on uh, because uh he certainly can tell us what is happening in fir- first first hand oscar thank you very much for taking time to be with us today uh what can you tell us about what happened in Del Rio as well as what is happening at the border why is it happening and you know what, uh, who's responsible for all of this?
2: Well, thank you so much, uh, Mr. George, for having me on your beautiful uh, platform and also for your beautiful uh, audience. Thank you so much. God bless the United States of America. Uh, well, it is, uh, it is obvious that after what Joe Biden has done into uh, uh, making a, an offering to Central and South America, this, you know, influence has grown into being a massive influence uh, into our country of Mexico in the border of Tapachula. and now, uh, examining what happened yesterday and after, uh, Sunday, it has, con- it has converted into Little Africa. They nominated now, and they-, they denominated that city into Little Africa, Tapachula, that is the border that it connects with Guatemala. But this effect has been happening since, uh, since, uh, quite some time now. It's because of the globalist compact of immigration. That it was signed by Mexico, and it is completely affecting the United States of America. And yesterday, uh, a small group uh, that I have seen, you know, this, I consider a small group, but for American citizens and for people in the United States, it's a big group. For me, it's a small group, but it's, it is the, the incident, Mr. George, it is that they all reunited at the same time, and they all went to the port of entry. It's a non-port of entry. It's just to the wall. Uh, at the same time, there was a group of about, around 300 people. First, it was speculated that it was all people from Haiti, and it was certainly individuals from Africa, from Ghana, and that was it. But later on, they started saying it's people from Cuba, it's people from Venezuela. Now, get to know, a lot of people from Venezuela has, has arrived into our borders of Mexico, particularly into the borders of McAllen, into the borders of Juarez. It is the, it is the border that connects to El Paso. And into the borders of Tijuana, there is a border that connects to San Diego. Now, they started to arrive in due to the fact that, you know, the dictatorship of Nicolas Maduro and all the horrible things that are going on in, in Venezuela. A lot of people from Cuba started arriving now to the borders, and a lot of people were waiting from Cuba in every part of the border in Mexico. And now, because of what is happening in Cuba, that the oppression of communism, they have, you know, uh, with courage, they have. Uh, said, you know, we are going to go to the border and enter from a non-port of entry that is in illegal entry. What happened yesterday is an alarming sight. And this is a red flag for every American citizen. Back in 2018, they did something like this in Tijuana, but it was around two to 3,000 people. They tried to rush the border. Now, what, what happened yesterday, it is a strategy and it is a tactic. These uh, individuals, they don't, they don't arrive to the non-port of entry just because they say, let's get together and let's just go. But it's a strategy by coyotes and by traffickers to put them on this travesty in the heat so they can use the strategy of the weather. They get to the port of entry and they say, you know what, it's really hot. Are you going to have kids like this? It is inhuman. So they start letting them in. The problem is, when they get there, If they start demanding, instead of requesting, with the problem of this strategy that they used, they were demanding all 300 of them to be let in. If the Border Patrol continues to be soft, because, I'm sorry, Mr. George, the Border Patrol has become a soft, really soft dependency and agency, which they are now taking authority of them. Sadly, Washington is taking authority of them. And if they continue to allow these kind of people... On the numbers of 300, every time they arrive to the border and they demand, and there's no authority to say, no, this is not a port of entry, there is the process, there's where you need to go. If they don't do that, this kind of behavior is going to continue. And it is going to continue on this week. Believe me, I have seen this before. There's going to be another group that is going to arrive to that particular port of entry, and they're going to do exactly the same. If there's no authority to be done and say, you know what, this is not going to happen again. You guys are not going to arrive on this on this amount and say to us, "We need to be let in." If there is no authority from the United States government to say, "You know what? This is not going to happen again," it's going to continue to happen,
3: Mr. George. It, it, it really, you know, once you you once people get used to bad behavior, they're going to continue with the bad behavior, and it's gonna and it's gonna make things worse. Um, do you think? I mean, you know, uh, people coming. from Africa to Tapachula and then from Tapachula to the border. How is that happening?
2: Well, you know, this is an influx that started happening a lot in 2018 when President Andres Manuel López Obrador resigned a globalist compact of immigration. This is 154 countries that they have signed a a, a globalization of immigration. And all of them, they decided to just uh, agree on this compact to migrate to 154 countries, really. But ultimately, the number one purpose of this globalization is to open the borders of the United States of America. And this, they use Mexico as a traveling. This started happening massively in 2018. And caravans started happening, little by little. Now we have a problem, a humongous problem at the border, and it is the border of Tapachula. It is collapsing. You've got more than 15,000 right now People from Haiti waiting for the visa of transit. The visa of transit, it is a process that ACNUR, the dependency and agency, and it's under the wing of the United Nations, it's already installed in Tapachula, Mexico. ACNUR puts a process that is a visa, visa transit. It takes around three to six months to obtain. And this process has overwhelmed the population because they come in into Tapachula. Without, you know, I've been to Tapachula and to what, the border of Tapachula and Guatemala three times already. I have traveled to Guatemala three times. And we have crossed on a water wrap back and forth and it is normal. There's no port of entry. There's no you know, there's no legality going on over there. Everybody can cross back and forth as whatever they want. So it is just it is just unbelievable. The way that the you know, this irregular migration is happening. Now, the situation what is going on right now in Zappachula is aggravating because there's no control. People are starving. There's uh, a lot of, you know, diseases that are going on. The people of Mexico are complaining now because there's a, a wave of COVID that was happening over there, and a lot of people were not keeping the social distance. There is a lot of people that they are sick. There's a lot of unaccompanied minors. Is It's a humongous problem. And the number one problem, that there is incentivization by the Biden administration to say, we are going to accept all kids. Now, that has created an incentivization to the organized crime, of the cartel that is located already in Papachula, which they're going and they're creating fake families, they're creating fake matrimonies, and they're bringing the unaccompanied minors to you know to the borders. The unaccompanied minors, they don't arrive to the borders on their own. You know They say, I'm here on my own. I walked here on my own. But they did not get all the way to the border on their own. You know, there's large, group, large groups that they're creating in Papachula. And Tapachula is now collapsing. And it's, and it's sad to see what is happening in Tapachula right now that resembles uh, possibly on a 40 to 50% of what is happening in Del Rio, in, in Roma, Texas, in McAllen, Texas, in Ciudad Acuña, in Tamaulipas, in Matamoros, in Reynosa. Right now, Texas, it is the open gate for the world. And if the United States government does not do anything to stop this, it's going to look exactly the same as what is happening in Tapachula. In Tapachula
3: right now, it is denominated like Little Africa. Wow. It, it's You know, this is really, really scary. It's really, really scary stuff. And unfortunately, Oscar. Uh, too many of the uh of the reporters the news the news media ignores this story they really really don't tell us what is happening you know the spanish language t- doesn't tell us about what is happening in in tapachula and we certainly don't hear from uh from the english language folks what what is happening uh uh at our border we hear very very little about what is happening at our border yes you know
2: mainstream media has done a uh, and a magnificent job on blocking information, and that is what is the problem right now with the United States of America. They're censoring everything. But the the, 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 the most aggravated problem is that the left, uh, practically the left in the United States of America, and the communist left in the United States, they don't want to talk about these globalist agreements. But those are the most important, uh, Mr. Jones. The globalist Compact of Immigration. Everybody needs to read upon that and read how it got to the West Hemisphere because it started in Europe. Now it is now in Central America, South America, and all the countries that signed it. The only one that did not sign it was the United States of America. But Barack Obama brought this idea into the United States, and he was about to sign it and give it into Hillary Clinton, but Hillary did not win. The one who won was uh, Donald Trump, and he exposed it by saying, I know what is going to come to the United States. So I'm going to put up a wall. He did not put up a wall just because he was an idea from uh, just. Oh, I'm just going to make it guys, to to people know that this is not, not a port of entry. No, he knew that a globalization of immigration was coming to this country. This is the number one reason why Donald Trump exceeded, and he was so persistent. On um, you know inequitably put the wall in to the border of the into uh, the border of the United States of America. This was the number one purpose why he put it, and. People don't talk about this. You don't see no leftist media talking about this. You don't see no, you know, no media in Mexico. Also, leftist media talking about it because their all purpose, their number one purpose is to colonize the borders, is to open up the borders, practically, is to collapse the borders. And mm-hmm. there's you know, one particular point, you know, except the, we're going on the millions now,
3: Mr. George. There's not thousands. Yep. We are now up in the millions, and
2: this is not normal it's if it doesn't get stopped, it's going to be something that is normalizing the population. People in the United States, this is a problem with United States citizens. United States citizens are accepting this now. You don't have to accept it. This is irregular migration. It is a, it is a crime of the United States. It's called illegal entry. It is punishable under federal law. This is why the leftist Democrats they want to eliminate the term illegal and make it offensive. Because if you eliminate the term illegal, the crime illegal entry will be eliminated under federal law. So entering from a non-port of entry will be normal. This is really aggravating and it's really really dangerous. These people are playing with fire. And ultimately, the number one purpose is that it is inhuman. You're putting people walking through. I have interviewed people on in Ghana.
3: you know it is really really disturbing and really really uh scary to hear what is what is happening and to recognize that it's happening and not being able to uh to do much about it right now i mean so many of our of our folks see what is happening on the border and and they and they feel um they they, they feel helpless they completely feel helpless oscar uh tell the folks where they can read and where they can follow you so that uh so that we can get some more um uh, people listening to you well first and foremost thank you so
2: much for inviting me to your beautiful platform uh, Miss George and, and God bless the United States of America thank you so much to every single one of you that is here, uh, here, in, here in the house. Uh you can follow me on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram and Telegram all of those same platforms you can follow me at Oscar L. Blue Oscar L. Blue is the, is the name so you can follow me on that platform uh, on the bigger page in, uh, in every single one of them. And also you can join our channel on YouTube. God bless you and thank you so much.
3: You got it. Thank you very much. We've been speaking with our good friend Oscar El Blue on KLUP 930 AM radio, The Answer. Once again, my friends, George Rodriguez, El Conservador, talking to you on KLUP 930 AM radio. And we've got uh, our good friend, Mr. David Ray, from the uh, Federation for American Immigration Reform in Washington, D.C. And uh, I wanted to reach out to Dave and ask him um, over the last, uh, to give us an update over the last couple of weeks. uh, What has the Biden administration done in D.C.? That either helps, and I, you know, uh, I I have to ask that, or or has uh, absolutely uh, made immigration uh, enforcement, law enforcement or control of the border uh, more difficult because uh, we just keep seeing things here in South Texas get worse. So, uh, Dave, thank you for taking time as usual to be with us. Uh, What can you tell us about the... Biden policies, um, Mallorca and other thing, and uh, other people in Washington seem to uh, continue to uh, do things that uh, well absolutely baffle us.
4: Well, you know, George, great to be with you again, buddy. Uh, you know, illegal alien, alien apprehensions are starting to defy gravity now. The uh, surge has been so intense. Uh, generally speaking, apprehensions go down in the hot summer months but it- cause Her her state is really taking it on the chops from this influx. And whether or not the people of Arizona can lean on her enough to make her not support uh, the inclusion of illegal aliens in the budget reconciliation process. But the other thing is there is the Senate parliamentarian. Hmm. And she is going to decide if it's actually germane, if illegal aliens actually can be considered as infrastructure. And, you know, George, if an illegal immigrant can be considered infrastructure, just about anything can be considered an infrastructure. So we're hoping that, that that might trip them up. There's also the people on the left fringe of the Democratic Party who are, you know, promising that, you know, they will not support any infrastructure bill unless it does away with. Coal and natural gas. Well, that could turn off Joe Manchin, who represents West Virginia, and they absolutely have to have his vote. Uh, but as we, as it stands right now, we have an administration uh, under the leadership of a DHS secretary who, whose, who's kind of border mission instead of enforcement is more of one of chaos. Uh, we have an administration that is ready to put out the biggest incentive to more illegal immigration since the amnesty that was passed in 1986. That year we saw 1.6 million illegal aliens apprehended. We could hit 1.8 million this year, which would be
0: a historic number, not a good one, nothing to be proud of, but certainly
3: one that will go down in the record books of illegal immigration. You know, it's very, very disturbing this, um, you know, and I was reading the article by the um, by uh, fair um, uh, regarding the uh, Democrats attempting to push through this this uh, reconciliation budget, yeah, uh, it's very very disturbing that you know uh, they're going to push legislation that uh, without without I mean uh, w- without a fair uh, discussion or vote, and uh, here they are. Uh, screaming these uh, these Texas Democrats that ran off to, to D.C. because they yeah. were claiming that they were uh, that, that somehow uh, they they were going to lose the vote here in here in the, in the uh, Texas legislature. Uh, it, it's amazing, and at the same time, we've got this situation this past Monday where um, illegal aliens in Del Rio were ready to rush the gate. Yeah,
4: uh, I, 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 yeah. I mean, it is. Uh I mean, they were doing that before Biden was, e- was even elected. If you recall, uh, or right after, it was either right before or right after the, the, the uh, uh, Biden was elected president, we had a group of Cubans and others wearing uh, Biden for president shirts rushing the border gate at uh, El Paso. I mean, this has been, the world was watching when Joe Biden promised health care to illegal aliens— Uh, housing subsidies for illegal aliens Uh, when he made comments like, sure, we could admit two or three million people a year, why not? That's
3: Down, when I get down to the border community uh, it's very, very disturbing to watch the numbers of people just coming in. I mean, just yeah. coming in. It, it just is. It, it's very disturbing. Yeah. Well, my man. Uh, gosh. Uh, I mean, what? So, what is the alternative other than voting all these clowns out of here?
4: Well, I mean, you know, we have, you have to hope for a little bit of luck. There's something. There will be a fly in the oil. Reconciliation process. Maybe one of the, the, the Senate Democrats will fail because there's enough of a stink being made in their state about including amnesty in this. Maybe the Senate parliamentarian will say, if human beings are not infrastructure, you can't do this. Uh, you know, Otherwise, it is just uh, getting, they, if they get away with this, then uh, you know, I don't know so what you can do once the Senate and House pass bills and the President signs it's basically a federal plea, and what we're going to need to do is vote in uh, senators and House members in 2022 who are going to hold the
3: dot news howdy 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 once again my friends george rodriguez el conservador talking to you on klup 930 am radio the answer and uh, we've got my very good buddy uh, jose salazar from laredo podcaster and uh, conservative commentator as well as vice chairman of the gop in webb county and uh, I wanted to reach out to him because some curious things are happening. Not too long ago, there was a rally in uh, Laredo and uh, that I participated in. And uh, the Laredo, apparently the Laredo Democrat establishment, which uh, dominates politics in, in Laredo, uh, they condemned the, uh, the call for, uh, for uh, border control. Well, now, folks, it turns out, irony of ironies, that uh, the Laredo City Council is now filing suit, or is it the Laredo government? I'm not sure. I'm going to ask Jose to to tell us. But they are filing suit against the Biden administration because of the lack of border control and because of COVID coming into their community. So uh, maybe there are some Democrats that are beginning to recognize that there is a border crisis. I don't know. José, talk to us. Tell us about what's been going on. Give us give us a little bit of background, and then tell us what the heck is going on in with these Democrats in South Texas.
0: Okay, George. Well, thank you for having me on, George. Uh, first of all, uh, back in March, we had the State Republican Executive Committee um, have this meeting here in Colorado, Texas. I think it was the first. And uh, at the same time, there were the Patriots at Large rally. That for securing the border, and there was a lot of criticism from the No Border Wall Coalition, a lot of criticism from the Web County Democrat uh, chair, and uh, also from City Council. It got all the way to city, This went all the way to City Council, where they had a resolution saying that the radar was not a hub of illegal immigration that it, we didn't have a crisis and uh, we contested that as, as Republicans, as Americans we, we had our voice, we couldn't be present physically because of COVID at the time but, but we did have our voice and we voiced our opinion uh, uh, during the, the, the City Council meeting uh, via uh, uh, online and we told them that there was there were issues. We were afraid of, of the safe for the safety of Laredo and, and also of COVID coming into our city. Well, eventually, you know, and, and, and you know what is ironic about that that agenda, George? Not only did they have an item saying that there was no border crisis and Laredo was not a hub of immig- illegal immigration, but on the same agenda, they also had an item saying we need to switch money from the CARES Act to the NGOs because we have a surge in illegal immigration and they need help. That, that's how ironic things, these <laughs> things are. Uh, I, I mean, you you can't make it up. You know, you you cannot make this up. Um, and 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 we had our voice and so forth. We went a second time again in June when Greg Abbott decided that he was that Texas was going to build a wall. Well, they have another resolution. No Border Wall Coalition is there. Republicans from Webb are, are, are again present. And this time we told them, you know, we were concerned about the safety of Laredo. We were concerned about COVID, the COVID spike that was that that we had. And I know that that that. that the city health authority, who is uh, Victor Trevino, said that you know these are the most tested people who were coming in, and uh, there were concerns about about some safety. The, the police chief did say there was an increase in stash houses and illegal Im- immigrations apprehensions, but they chose the view of the river and the feelings of hurting Mexico and say, no, we're still going to write the letter to the governor not to have build a wall. Well, now. They're suing the U.S. government. They're suing the Department of Homeland Security, suing Customs and Border Patrol because they're saying, we got too many migrants. You need to send them elsewhere. Now, the other thing that, that they're also saying is that it is due to COVID. So there were outbreaks in our NGO, especially Holding Institute, where there there have been at least, uh, uh, I, I think the, the figures, let me see what the figures are. The figures are, there are, there were 296 people coming uh, uh, positive uh, for COVID in Holding Institute, so they, they put the place in quarantine. The same doctor who said that these were the most tested people put Holding Institute in, under quarantine. Wow! You cannot make that
3: up. <laughs> I mean, either either these people are lying to themselves or they're lying to us, and they are just playing games. I mean, I'm not yeah. sure which.
0: Yes. Yes, and, and, and George, you know, um, it, it, they're, they're putting the, the, what they accuse us of, which is putting uh, putting politics above science. It's what they're doing exactly. They're putting politics above science. Now, that's not the only the only thing that has happened, George. Also, today in the newspaper, Webb County has declared the county a disaster area. <laughs> due to due to the, the all the all the buses of, of transporting migrants from other parts of the of the real Grand Valley to Laredo, they've declared it a a, a, a disaster area. Yep. So tell me, haven't
3: we as Republicans been vindicated over and over and over again? That's exactly right. I mean, you know how many how many uh, counties have previously declared themselves disaster areas because of, of the border crisis? And yet there was so, so much political resistance there in Webb County because, uh, well, because the Democrats dominate. And now they're doing it. What's changed? Well,
0: it's, it's the COVID numbers and the fact that they're overwhelmed. They don't have room they're running out of room uh you know that we we recently also attended it, it was not sponsored by the republicans but it was sponsored by just citizens who were who were, who were concerned that now they're, they want to bring a, a they're going to build they voted for a, a tent city of 500 tents on the Webb county fairgrounds uh um, and they want to bring uh the, the migrants over to that tent city that they're going to build. That supposedly it's for processing only, but I don't know how long the processing is going to be. Will it act like as a detention center? Will it be only a, a processing center? It doesn't matter because if you're COVID positive and you're here for a while, you, you also contaminate other people. And that's a big concern here, in, here in in Laredo. And Webcast. we were we were one of the ones, who, the first ones to institute the mask, and and right away with the curfew, our businesses were shut down. We were fifty percent for a long, long time capacity in non essential businesses, which were restaurants. But you know that all jobs are essential, so we were we paid a heavy, heavy economic price, and we don't want to go back to that. So why, are all of a sudden, are thousands of unmasked, unvaccinated people okay?
3: Yeah, that's right. That's right. This this is incredible. So, do you think there will be some deeper political ramifications? I mean, we've seen we've seen how some counties have flipped to uh, red uh, in these in this heavy Democrat area, but we've also seen recently where, um, like in McAllen, a uh, a mayor, a Republican mayor, was elected. Do you think that might happen in in Webb County and in Laredo?
0: I'm hoping that, that we have if not a a, a, a uh, for the sake of having a Republican, for the sake of having a choice, George. Yep. We've only had Democrats. Choices of Democrats. Pete Science is, is, is sort of a moderate the, the mayor that we currently have mm-hmm. and if we had more Pete Sciences on the city council, I think things would turn out differently, but we don't right now and so we not only need the mayor, but we need a, a more moderate city council. Somebody who's going to go based on safety of Laredoans, not playing political games with, with other countries. That's right. And, 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 and that, that is what we need. And that, that is, I think, what what here as, as Republicans we are doing. We, we are trying to to have a, a, a you know, a, 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 we're trying to provide people with an option. Wow, and and right now, you know, that I think that seems to be the, the 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 thing that we're offering, and 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 not only there, you know, as far as Republicans, but I think it's the Democrats are also saying, "Hey, wait a minute." i don't really like this idea of a lot of people coming in that are unvetted i don't like this every day we read about predators sexual predators that are apprehended who have outstanding warrants just about every day there's a story about one or two that 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 are caught up in the laredo sector and this worries people our children are here and we don't want these these men around our children
3: you know the other thing is um how is the local media treating treating this story you know, surprisingly, I, I
0: think they've been objective with it. I, I think Good. that they have they have given us a fair shake uh, when it comes to coverage. I, 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 I do think so. You know, if you go if you go on, on on the on the Laredo Times, the Laredo Morning Times print and the and, and, and the online edition, it, it's it's fairly objective. If you go on the Facebook page, it's slanted. Gotcha. So. You know, I, I think they've been pretty fair about it, and, and, and I'm happy. I'm happy that they have been pretty fair. I have to, you know, my hat's off to them for that. Excellent.
3: Well, my man, uh, we, we need to close out, but uh, I thank you for, for uh, reporting. We've got to get you back on again sometime uh, soon so we can do a follow-up and find out what other, what other ironies uh, <laughs> the politics are taking yes, down there. All righty? Yes, sir. Thank you so much for having me. You got it once again, my friends George Rodríguez El conservador. we've been speaking with our good friend Mr. Jose Salazar, uh, vice chairman of the uh, of the uh, Webb County uh, Republican Party, as well as a podcaster in uh, in in Webb County. My friends, once again, let me thank you all for listening in and for supporting our program. Uh, we really really do a uh, really make a strong effort to bring you information and reinterpret, because that's what I think is very, very important, reinterpret the news media, the, the mainstream media's reports, because what they do is they slant them. Uh, it, it is really outrageous the way that they have been reporting or lack of reporting with accuracy what is happening at the border. It is really, really appalling. It is uh, absolutely ridiculous. So uh, we try our best to uh, bring you the news, uh, bring you guests that are uh, first uh, eyewitnesses, who are eyewitnesses, firsthand witnesses to what is happening at the border, and uh, make sure that you understand it. We also uh, bring you uh, information about other issues, about other uh, problems that are going on that the liberal uh, press will not uh, talk about. So thank you very very much for uh, for supporting us. Uh, I want to thank once again Border Hawk News, our sponsor. If you want to know anything about migrate mi- migrations across the world, as well as uh, illegal immigration problems here in San- here in the United States, uh, I encourage you to go to Border Hawk News. Uh, look them up; they are fantastic. Support them as well because they support us. Also, uh, let me uh, encourage you to check out my book, uh, Conservative Opinions, El Conservador, Conservative Opinions. Uh, you can uh, order it through uh, Amazon or through um, your local bookstore. Uh, I really, really encourage you. Again, that helps to support us. Uh, I am working on a second book, believe it or not. But uh, I would really, really appreciate your, uh, your support uh, with this book. Uh, Also, for those of you that are interested in Houston, I will be uh, speaking in Houston on Tuesday, July 27th at the Royal Oaks uh, Country Club. I'll be speaking to the Executive Club. Should be fun if you're in Houston on Tuesday, my friends, the 27th. Come on over and uh, and check us out. I will also be speaking in uh, Hondo, Texas. On uh, the 31st, on Saturday, the 31st, a week from today, uh, I really, really, again, encourage you to come on out. Uh, talk, uh, Come see us. We're going to be talking. It'll be a, a border crisis rally, and uh, you won't want to miss that. If you're in the Hondo, uh, Texas area, come on out to see us. Finally, check us out on uh, social media, of course, El Conservador, George Rodriguez, El Conservador. Just Google me. Uh, Ask your search engine, whichever one that you use, and you can find me. Until next week, my friends, thank you once again for being with us. This is George Rodriguez, El Conservador, talking to you.